Welcome to this Pure Voice activity. To access the entire activity, including downloadable slides and transcript, go to www.purevoice.com forward slash ccv. This activity is supported by an educational grant from Takeda Pharmaceuticals International AG. Welcome to this Pure Voice activity on complex perianal fistulas in Crohn's disease. This activity comprises two presentations featuring Drs. Christina Getcha and Michelle Adamina. At any time during this presentation, you may download supporting materials and share this activity with colleagues. Hello, this is Christina Getcha from the Amsterdam University Medical Center, the Netherlands. Welcome to this activity titled Advanced Therapy for Complex Perianal Fistulas in Crohn's Disease, Evaluating the Evidence for Stem Cell Therapy and More. In this presentation, titled Getting to the Bottom of the Clinical Trial Data for Advanced Therapies in the Management of Complex Perianal Fistulas, we will review the latest published evidence and guidelines for the management of CBF, including the role of advanced therapies to promote fistula healing and the evidence from real-world studies. For patients with complex perianal fistulas with Crohn's disease, very often to manage their condition, it becomes a relentless cycle of abscesses, antibiotics, sedans, and surgical procedures, which severely impairs their ability to work and function and has a significant impact on their quality of life. Long-term fistula healing should be the ultimate goal of the treatment. However, we know that with the current treatment options, few patients are actually able to achieve this treatment goal. However, recently, more advanced treatment strategies became available, such as stem cell therapy. We also know more about the combination of anti-TNF treatment and surgical options, and some novel treatment options are lining up, such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy and some preliminary data with JAK inhibitors. We also have long-term data from the Pivotal Phase 3 Admire CD study, which actually suggests that mesenchymal stem cells are well-tolerated and clinical remission after treatment may be sustained for more than 100 weeks. So now I would like to take a deeper dive into the most recently published evidence in the theme around the complex perianal fistulas. The INSPIRE study is a registry which has been designed as a multicentric registry to follow up patients with complex perianal fistulas treated with mesenchymal stem cells according to local standard practices. Primary outcomes were a clinical response and clinical remission as defined by the fistula drainage assessment. Patients are followed up during 36 months after treatment. And the first interim analysis after six months has been presented during ECHO 2022. If we take a look at the patient and disease characteristics of the INSPIRE cohort, most of the patients have a long-standing disease of a mean disease duration of about 13 to 14 years. About two-thirds of the patients are receiving current biological treatment and approximately one-third of the patients receiving immunomodulators. In terms of previous surgical interventions, about 10% of the included patient population had previous attempts for surgical closure. Looking at the efficacy data, both for the old treated and for the per protocol group, more than 70% of the patients achieved a clinical response in both of the groups, and 65% of the patients were in clinical remission at six months of follow-up. 
in terms of safety, no new safety signals were registered. And most importantly, there were no reports of ectopic tissue formation. So this is a real world cohort, which is registering patients. One of the main limitations is that even though up to September last year, about 230 patients were included in the cohort, approximately 92 patients in the all treated cohort and about 70 patients in the per protocol cohort were followed up at six months. So for the moment, I think we are talking about low patient numbers. The primary outcome was based on the fistula drainage assessment, so clinical outcomes of the study. However, MRI data is also collected during the follow-up, and hopefully they are going to be available during the long-term follow-up of the study. So mesenchymal stem cells is an option in the treatment of complex perianal fistulas, and it's a valid treatment option. Also, in this context, we have to consider reimbursement strategies of individual countries. Very recently, the results of the PISA-2 study were published where a short-term anti-TNF treatment was compared with surgical closure plus anti-TNF treatment in a very specific patient population group had to be eligible for surgical closure. The PISA-2 is quite special in its study design because it's a multicentric patient preference randomized study, which actually means that those patients who had a preference were allocated to their preferred treatment, either chronic anti-TNF or anti-TNF plus surgical treatment. And those patients who did not have a preference were randomized to one of the treatment groups. The primary outcome of this study was radiological healing defined as either a completely fibrotic fistula tract or a magnified CD score of zero. At 18 months, 32% of the combination treatment group and 9% of the anti-TNF treatment group reached MRI fistula healing, which was a significant difference. The authors also looked into reintervention-free and recurrence-free survival. And in terms of reintervention, there was a significant difference favoring the surgical closure group. However, this difference diminished when the unplanned reinterventions were considered. Another promising treatment option for the future could be hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy has been shown to result in anti-inflammatory effects, stem cell mobilization, as well as upregulation of growth factors. The hot topic trial was really based on this hypothesis and included 20 consecutive patients with Crohn's disease with high perianal fistulas who had failed conventional treatment for over six months. These patients actually went through 40 sessions of hyperbaric oxygen therapy and the outcomes were assessed at week 16. Outcomes were evaluated both in terms of clinical outcomes as the perianal disease activity index, the PDAI, as well as an MRI assessment with the original and the modified FNASH index. So you can see the PDAI and the FNASH index where a benefit of the hyperbaric oxygen therapy was concluded for the treatment of complex perianal fistulas in a fairly treatment refractory patient population. Future studies should also evaluate the role of hyperbaric oxygen therapy as an adjunct to other modalities.
And the last study that I would like to discuss is the Divergence 2 study, of which the results have been presented at ECHO 2022. Divergence 2 evaluated filgotinib, which is a once-daily oral preferential JEK1 inhibitor in complex perianal fistulizing disease. The patients had to have a documented diagnosis of Crohn's disease for at least three months and prior treatment failure. And patients were randomized to either filgotinib 200 milligrams, 100 milligrams or placebo. In terms of outcomes for combined fistula remission, which was defined as a perianal fistula closure of all external openings that were draining at baseline and the absence of fluid collections on the MRI, there was a delta of 30% between filgotinib 200 milligrams and placebo and a delta of about 8% between filgotinib 100 milligram and a placebo. So the 200 milligram was a remarkable difference in terms of outcomes. And when we take a look at the safety signals, most of the adverse events of interest were infections, which were not tending to make a difference between placebo and the filgotinib treatment arm. So in summary, the observational post-marketing registry data confirm